Do you think Dexter might be able to tell us how Butterfree can get that other Butterfree to be its mate? Hmm, Dexter's never been in love. Hey, maybe the podcast can help. Hey, I'm Veronica Taylor. And I'm Rena Taylor. And this is The, the Trainer's, Trainer's Guide. Guide. Today's episode Bye bye, Butterfree. Hey, everybody, welcome back. It's episode 20. I can't know. believe it. We've gotten to, I think, one of the most well known episodes of all time. Yeah. The most beloved, in a sense. And I know. also, maybe not hated. But well, be- beloved in a sad way. Yes, like sadly happy. Like it's. I think we can, we can definitely say that we're a bit apprehensive to do it. You know. Yes, we don't. I also we I love it, say but too, we don't want to do it. <laughs> right, right. It occurs to me also that um, I said the titles of the episodes before I knew what the episode was going to be about, mm-hmm. and when I heard this um, <laughs> in rewatching. And uh, the the title is just like bye bye, right? Um, and there's no indication <laughs> about what's really happening. In yeah, it. like you didn't say it in a way that you're like. Bye I think bye, I would have said or bye bye butterfree. Yeah, you know, really heartfelt. Right. It's we've had good times, but let's yeah. not give that away yet. But now you're because just, who knows? <laughs> See bye. <ya>. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Have a nice luck, trip. Old man. See you next yeah. fall. <laughs> Good luck, old man. See you man. next fall. <laughs> That's funny. Bye, chat. Uh, okay. <laughs> anyway, before we... See, we can be so happy now because it's the beginning and we have no idea totally. what's coming up. We're in the season um, of love, man. Everything is everything is cool. Season of love. And you know, Rent was big on mm-hmm. Broadway when this came out. Yeah. So. Oh, that's um, what you could be like... Five hundred, ba 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 ba. Butterflies in Butter the sky. In the sky. Yes, exactly. <laughs> All looking for mates to lay their eggs across the sea. The sea. <laughs> Will Brock find love? <laughs> what about Butterfree? <laughs> okay, we are now on the cliffs. We're doing this, and Brock has pulled out a map, which I always think is a good idea. Totally, and. The path leads to Saffron City. Which I don't remember. I mean, this is really, we we said it in the beginning where, you know, I was born at the end of the first season. But I swear, I've definitely seen some of these episodes before, but I've not seen this one. And, no. And I don't remember Saffron City being a thing. So I think we're really getting into territory that is unknown to me. Or shall Most I say, this is. unknown <laughs> Unknown. Unknown. Unknown to you. <laughs> um, You're such a great poke person. You you are like, I don't know, without, it's just, you just know me. these things it's without knowing me. it. I know, it's what can intuitive. I say? intuitive. Yeah, it's part of me. So getting back to this, uh, <laughs> we see all these sparkles on the cliff. And of course, Misty, who knows everything, tells us that they are butterfree. Yeah. And, and, and it's a, a yearly thing where all the butterfree come together and they, it's the season of love, actually. It's that, that's what they call them. And they come together and find mates and then fly across the ocean to lay their eggs. Yes. And, and interestingly, babies. 
the and have babies, which mm-hmm. they talk about a lot in this episode, uh, that they have to have babies. So yeah. the point is, most Pokemon are uh, it. They yeah. are neither he nor she. And in right. this, uh, we find out that that Butterfree is a boy. Right. And I mean, some of them are, I think it's more in the video games they have like genders because like Nita Ran and Nita Reno, those are Well, well those were boy. exceptions. No, I those know, were exceptions. I know. But I'm just saying, I mean, there definitely are some that are actually gendered. But yeah, yes, for the but, most part- but- in the show, they don't they don't really deal with that. And we, it was really drilled into us that we had to say it right. all the time. Right. So I find that interesting that this, we know now that uh, this specific Butterfree is a boy. Mm-hmm. Um, then they decide to go out and check it out. And, and they yes. jump into a hot air balloon. I know. Which I I love when Misty goes. I didn't think we would find a hot air balloon. She says, she "I'm say? surprised there was a hot air balloon available for rent right, out here." Right. <laughs> and then Brock knows how to fly it. I know, as he's just regulating the flame going up into the balloon. It's just amazing what these kids can do. Yeah, I mean they They've are got ten. Chutzpah. They've it's, got gumption. They really yes. do, and mad skills. But when you're out on the road, I guess you pick up stuff pretty fast. That's it. You have to. Yeah. It's uh, it's live or die, right? Well, not exactly, guys. Not exactly. <laughs> That's just a phrase. Um, okay, uh, so... But Butterfree starts looking for a mate and can't find one. And no. then it finds a pink one that it falls yes. in love with. And it the, gets rejected by the pink one. This the, It reminds me of the first day of school when you're out and you're just kind of looking to make friends and mm-hmm. people have already started forming their little cliques and their little groups and they don't talk to you. And um, and it's just that it's so demoralizing yeah. when people don't open their hearts <laughs> for yeah. you and just invite you in because everyone is new on the first day of school. I know. So um, this is just a sad reminder that people can be mean. Yeah. And then it's kind of awkward, that whole trying to make friends. And I don't know, you really have to be yourself. And it's awkward when uh, you are kind of rejected for I know. that. I mean, hey, it's the same It's the same in the dating world. If it's, if it's yes. hard for Butterfree, there's no hope for the rest of us. <laughs> I know, that's true. And then also, um, they Butterfree likes that pink one. But for the most part, as Misty says... Um, how can you tell what type they, maybe they're not, yes. Brock says, oh, maybe they're not uh, Butterfree's type. And she says, what do you mean? They all look the same. Right. And he said, no, there's subtle differences in the way they fly or um, the, the, the pattern uh, on their wing. Yeah. All of those little things, which again, I think we can all relate to that. You can't judge people just by first glance or how totally, they look totally, yeah. um, at all. You have to really get to know people. Yeah, and so and you're gonna you're gonna find somebody who you click with, you know. There's and there's tons of people, and sometimes you just won't mesh with them. That's right. But but Butterfree you have finds, to just keep trying. Finds the one. He finds yes, the one and, in this pink pink Butterfree, and begins to do the courtship dance. Yes, which is twirling yeah, around, and, which is kind of interesting yeah. because that is you know what certain animals do. So I mean, yes. we're really incorporating a lot of stuff. You can learn a lot, obviously, as we we already know. 
But yeah, Butterfree does the courtship dance and then gets smacked by the pink Butterfree. It's crazy um, that it's so brutal. I know. And yet it, it, well, it's dejected and runs away. Yeah. So that's sad. They go and they comfort Butterfree and they say, you know, we've got to, she just has to see what you can do. So you got to show off your moves. You got to right. show your your win, your gust attack, and your stun spore. You got to show her off. Show her what you can do. And Brock says, "And get a new look." So they and tie a, a little look. scarf on Butterfree. Right. I know. So it's, cute. Um, the I think maybe this pep talk that Ash gives um, is what every parent feels. Also, he says. I just don't understand it. My Butterfree's great. Why would any other Butterfree reject it? Mm-hmm. Butterfree, maybe you just have to show off your strengths and let others see how great you are. Show how powerful your tackle is or how you can use stun spore. Let's give it another try. Yeah. And so I think I probably have said that to you many times. I cannot <laughs> count how many times you've said, Rena, just show them your stun spore. <laughs> right, get out there and be confident. Classic, <laughs> classic. Right, in that in that voice too. And then you'd go, Mom. Yeah, <laughs> Mom. <laughs> oh, these Aww. glimpses into our home life. Okay, totally. <laughs> so anyway, they go out to find uh, Butterfree. They they've got it. They've put it back in the balloon. They go back up. Yeah. And they send it back out. Um, it tries its whirlwind attack, tackle, and just then Team Rocket appears. Of course, as they do. With their... Yes. Which I thought that the balloon that the kids got in the beginning, I thought that that was going to be like Team Rocket was disguised as the balloon sellers. I thought that was going to be what happened. But no, Team Rocket comes in a helicopter with a giant net Mm -hmm. and scoops up all the Butterfree. With great lines like... Let's try some networking and yeah. nothing but net. <laughs> I know. Just classic Amazing. stuff. And they succeed. Um, it's a pretty good plan because all the people are in lot. the hot air balloons, so they can't mm-hmm. move that fast. Right. And, and then, then Ash then is going them. to use Ash is going to use Pidgeotto. Yes. Um, and Misty says, wait, you can't do that because basically it would offend uh, Butterfree yeah. and show how weak it is. Right, because so, Butterfree is the only one, well, Ash's Butterfree is the only one yeah. that doesn't get caught by the net. So it's out there trying everything, like, you know, hitting the uh, helicopter and, and trying to get the net, and it's doing everything in its power to to free all the other Butterfree. Right, and, and then we get back to Ash, the warehouse. So Ash decides not to use another Pokemon because right. that would be, you know, Demeaning. Yeah, rude, yeah. yeah. Um, so we get back to the warehouse where they're all being kept. And Ash, Misty, and Brock show up and I love do the this. motto. I love this part. The best. I know. To make to protect, what do they say? Something? And she goes, and make it triple. Yeah, I know. So funny. It's just, it's just great. And they're so dramatic. Um, I know. Stand, I don't know. I just love it. And this whole battle that they have, I think it's the most balletic mm-hmm. of battles mm-hmm. where everyone is just swirling around and the backgrounds are amazing. And I think if you had something moving as a screensaver on your computer, I could have this bit on totally. replay. 
That's what on I had on my old flip phone when you would open it and it would mm-hmm. have that, that bicycle would go across the screen. Oh, yeah. I thought that was the coolest yeah. thing. But that would work for it this. It would be so, you could have them so running beautiful. Across. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like, I, I, I don't know. Anyway, I love that part too. Um, but uh, long story short, Butterfree frees all of the other Butterfree from yeah. the gigantic net yeah. by bashing itself against it. And it, oh it my breaks. It's quite brittle. Yeah. Rather than ropey. Yeah. But anyway. It's, the construction of the net is questionable. So but we're going to we're going to go we're moving past that. But yes. as Butterfree is trying to is slamming itself into this net, of course, the pink Butterfree falls in love. Would you say it shattered the walls around the pink Butterfree's heart oh. just as it shattered the net? <laughs> Could you possibly? <laughs> oh my then, god. Yes. It's so true. So, that, then That was beautiful. Thank you. Um, <laughs> they decide to chase Team Rocket's helicopter. Yeah. And again, in the balloon, Pikachu jumps right. on the back of Butterfree. Right. Classic. And rides classic Butterfree. Image. And then slams up against the, um, the glass of the helicopter in just the most epic comic timing of all with the um it just looks at team rocket and they look back and they're saying it's going to shock us it's going to it's just so great and then it does Bang. shock them and the helicopter, the helicopter actually crazy mm-hmm. a little dramatic uh, what i love is you see team rocket falling and and, and jesse's holding her skirt oh i didn't see <laughs> as that as they're falling down she's like james's face for face front and jesse's yeah. going her legs are first but her legs are like up and she's holding her skirt down as they hilarious. fall hilarious she's always I was a lady watching, that's for sure i know i was watching pikachu jump back on the back of butterfree and yeah. fly off yeah amazing stuff i just love um, i love that part because pikachu's so cute and it just oh, yeah. jumps onto it and it's so smiling and the whole time just smiling. I know. It's just so, it's so cute. And then gets back to Ash and does the peace sign I and know. they're both communicating. It's just, it's adorable. This whole episode has great teamwork like that. And, yeah. and even though the stakes are high, everyone is joyfully assisting one another with this great win. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, okay, so then the uh, Butterfree and the Pink Butterfree. Oh, this um, is the moment we've been do waiting for. their love for. dance. I you know. know what? It also occurs to me that Butterfree, our Butterfree, is wearing that scarf, kind of an ascot like um, Freddie in uh, Scooby-Doo. Yeah. And looking and very she's, dapper. she's his, his Daphne. Oh, wow. You're right. Mm. Except I feel like the scarf, in truth... The Butterfree scarf is a little bit more like Daphne's scarf. Because her <gasps> scarf tied to the side. Yes, you're right about so that. So maybe the maybe the pink Butterfree is the Fred to Ash's well, Daphne. It's very gender fluid, which yeah. is what Pokemon are. Totally. So you don't have to be one thing or another. It's all the big message, which is be yourself. Mm-hmm. And, and you can be accepted. Totally. You work together. You you are yourself. You pull your weight. You help others to be themselves mm-hmm. or their selves, and um, and you and everybody gets along. Yeah, and you work things out. So I think it's a the scarf is a, uh, shows us that there is a bigger message to be learned. Yeah, 
or but the or it's the yes. it becomes the inspiration to, for that story of the girl with the green scarf. Which is what story? Remember is that? that one, that one we used to read all the time. <gasps> oh no, the one. Oh no, you guys that know that. With, you guys know it. She says where she has. They the get scarf. married. No, she oh, always yeah, has the scarf yeah. on. Yeah, and they court, and she says, he says, can I take your scarf off? And she says, no. Yeah, I can never remove this scarf. <laughs> and then they get married. Can I take your scarf off? No, I can never <laughs> remove this scarf. And it's just burning inside of him. Yeah. So one night when she's asleep. He unties the scarf, and her head falls off. <laughs> See that story has stuck with me forever. I and I think about that. I think that is, you know, when that trend was going around, and it was like, do you think about? You ask men how many times they think of the Roman Empire, mm-hmm. and it was this big trend. And it was like, do you think of how how many times? Do you ever think of the Roman Empire? And basically it was just that like all these men basically think about the Roman Empire every day. Interesting. Like I don't know what, but it's it's such a weird thing. Um, That is strange. And so then people are like, this this is my Roman Empire. I think that, I think the girl with the green scarf is my Roman Empire. Because I do, I do legitimately think about that story all the time. Mm. Always. It always just pops up into my mind. I'm glad I passed that along to you. Yeah. It, that was in there's wasn't that in a book of scary stories or was it just it probably one? was I heard it and then found oh, yeah. it in a book we had later, a book but, because I remember uh, the the book was like the girl and she sat mm-hmm. on the swing and and she mm-hmm. had her green scarf on I remember those visuals well it was a much longer story than the short version I just told yeah but um yes well that is also again stories that you hear when you were little. Um, the stories like we were talking about last week that you pass down mm-hmm. from generation to generation, your family stories, these weird, um, I mean, that story, that's a good message. When someone says no, it means no. Yeah, no <laughs> means no. Seriously. Yeah, exactly. I know. Um, and, and just not in the case of the pink Butterfree, because mm-hmm. she said no, but then she came around. Well, no, but she Butterfree just said, I'm not interested. That's, well, that's, that's like friendship also. So that's yeah. different. But she, but Butterfree respected that. And then, totally. and then in that Proved sense. Proved itself. Exactly. And they both mm-hmm. earned each other's respect by the end. So it's a it, little bit different. Totally but. different. And also Butterfree was doing what it thought was important, not because exactly. it was trying to impress someone. Exactly. I think that's the other point here, that you have to, you have to fight for the right cause. Right. You've got to do what you believe. Follow yes, your you instincts do. and, yeah. That's right. Um, so, speaking of following instincts, we now are on the cliff. Um, and Butterfree is about to sail off into the, well, to the other side of the sea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to have um, babies. <laughs> yeah, with the pink Butterfree. And yeah. um, Ash, Misty, and Brock are saying goodbye. And Ash says goodbye. And then yeah. you see his head dip with that shadow going across his face and um, Misty and Brock are waving and and he has this whole flashback of when he first caught Caterpie and then how it transformed into Metapod and then into Butterfree and of the good times they had and mm-hmm. um, and that cute bit when 
Butterfree was eating the little food. And uh, it was just so cute. Mm-hmm. And he's in his little reverie and he pulls himself out of it when Brock says, oh, there he, he's almost out of sight. Mm-hmm. And... And then he runs over and saying, bye, Butterfree, bye-bye, take care of yourself. And it's, I'll never forget you. I know. So beautiful. And then he just says, be happy, old friend. Mm -hmm. That's so sweet. And I think um, Brock's closing line with um, him saying, essentially, that Mm -hmm. showed so much courage and that we all need courage to let someone go to be yeah. themselves, to follow their dreams. And it does take a lot of courage. You have to take yourself out of it yeah. to let the person evolve. Yeah, and, I know. Um, I just think that it's really beautiful. Um, it's very hard to let go. And um, this is the first um, instance of that in Pokemon that yeah. we see. And yeah. I think for many people, it's the first time that they have experienced this kind of loss mm-hmm. in a cartoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I so, know. And I mean, I think even that when Ash is saying, you know, I'll tell, I'll just tell the other Pokemon that you're on a trip and yeah. that you'll come back yeah. one day or whatever. And it just, yeah. it's so, it really can apply to so many different things. Like mm-hmm. if you're moving away and you have to say goodbye to your friends or if you're a pet, passes away and you have to like reconcile with that or you know right. it's so many for it's family it, members totally all it's all yeah all different forms of loss I think yeah that encapsulates how people feel and how you deal with it and I know I just I watched this episode I was out um, I was taking a walk and I was having some lunch. And so I was like, oh, I'll watch the episode. And I was sitting out in this like cafeteria and I was crying by the end. Oh, I mean, it really just got me tear- tearing up because, you know, and Ash, I think that's the thing is when Ash, like you said, he puts himself aside and he goes, bye, bye. And it's that, it's that love. It's, he yes. has so much love and so much care for Butterfree. Right. That he 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 knows that it's more important to show Butterfree that he cares and that he loves it and he's supportive right. instead of just staying sad. And I, exactly. and I think that that you know it, it's just really powerful. It's well, it's really it's, beautiful. We all I, I think this this week also um, Flacco, which is a yeah. Eurasian eagle owl, which was at the Central Park Zoo. Mm -hmm. Um, A year ago, it got free of its enclosure um, when I think it was vandalized, actually. And yeah, um, somebody cut the wire in the enclosure and it escaped. And they still to this day don't know what who did it. But somebody opened up the thing and Flacco flew out. And it spent a year living in Central Park and people would see it around. And there's tons of pictures and information about Flacco. Mm-hmm. Um, but but he really became um, just an inspiration to people about, just like we were talking about, he, he found a way to learn how to survive and he'd never been in the wild. Yeah. Um, and so he found a way to hunt. And I saw a picture from someone's living room. There was a cat 
looking out the window, it was from behind the cat, and you can see Flacco sitting on the fire escape looking in. And it was just kind of a, a kooky, weird, some people said, owl that flew around and was just such a presence. And this week, it passed away. Yeah. It uh, hit a window of an apartment building on um, West 89th Street. I know. It's and so died. sad. Um, and so the the thing is, you have a moment like this where everyone can, everyone before could focus on this amazing um, inspiration. He was he showed us freedom and resilience and um, survival skills, and everyone could really focus on him and look for him. And now everyone can mourn him together. And I think sometimes having moments like this, an episode like this, where we all pull together and our collective grief can be funneled through this. We, especially nowadays, there's so much going on. Um, We've lost so many people to COVID and any, every other, um, oh gosh, there's so many other diseases that people have uh, passed away from. There's so much war happening and mm-hmm. and just things that happen uh, on the the streets. It's difficult yeah. for me to talk about it. The, the thing is, is that we all need to grieve in some way. And sometimes uh, a moment, an event, an episode like this allows us to, to open the gate yeah. and let the grief flow out. Yeah. Um, there's not a lot of uh, talk about grief in our lives, really. No. So when you have an opportunity, it's good to bond over that, I think. Yeah. Because you do have to let it out. And we all go through so much. Um, and there are so many ways to grieve. Yeah, that's grieve. true. I know. Um, anyway. And luckily, um, Ash has his friends who can that's right. help and they're him all along together. with that and support him afterwards, you know, so... And I do think they're back, getting back on the road after this to head towards Saffron City. Saffron and City. thinking about your higher purpose and what keeps you on the road helps you through your grief. And I think that's one way mm-hmm. that Ash can. He has hope of reuniting with Butterfree. Yeah. And he also knows that he has to keep going on his path as well. Yeah. So it... um yeah, it really pulls everybody together. It's deep. Also, yeah, it is deep. But but speaking of that, uh, he, the opportunity to pursue your goals and your your higher yes. higher aspirations. Um, this episode is coming out on what normally would be the last day of February, which February is technically the season of love. It is a Valentine's it is. Day. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so we're really ending this on a high. This it's really all coming together. So well, we'll sing the song later. Oh yeah. Really well, sing yeah. it. Yeah. Don't worry. Um, but leap I always call it leap year day, but it's just leap day. Is <laughs> yeah. that it? Yeah. It's I think leap my whole year. It's a leap year, but I think the day is actually just leap day. Okay, so February 29 is leap day. <laughs> and um, and I think that as you look into why we have it, it you can really delve deeper into the history of using calendars and how we need to keep time and how this all evolved. But really, the reason we have leap day is that it takes 365 days, six hours and nine minutes for the earth to rotate around the sun. And so if we didn't, Every four years, that's like a, a quarter of a, a day. Um, so every four years, we 
take those four little quarter days and put them together into a leap day. Hmm. And if we didn't do that, summer eventually would end up in November. For uh, oh. summer, we're talking about the northern hemisphere because it would keep everything would just keep getting pushed along. Oh, interesting. So because it's only that's kind of six hours, you don't notice it in the year, mm-hmm. but you would eventually notice it as it kept as it keeps going. You know. Yeah. So oh, that's, that's so why wild. we have a leap day. Yeah. I didn't know There's, that. This is the tiniest bit of information, and I hope it inspires you to delve deeper. Yeah. Um, but it's leap day. But yeah, I mean, the craziest thing is leap day, apparently, is the, this is what I know about leap day. <laughs> that, yeah. <laughs> that this is the the one day where tech, girls can ask boys to marry them. Yeah, which, now, that's been around for a long time. Yes, and in fairness, do whatever you want. This I know. You should never feel constrained to wait four years to then ask somebody to marry them or marry you. I know. So speak up. Do it. But Just do it. It's the funniest it, thing of all. Exactly. I mean, I find it quite humorous. And it's pretty great because in this episode, at yes. the end, the girl Butterfree basically asks boy Butterfree to to have babies with her. <laughs> <laughs> they get married across she, the sea. She courts him. So yes. it's perfect. It really falls it great works well out. in line with our leap leap year day. <laughs> That's right. So I think we can say um, this episode really teaches us to feel free to follow your dreams. Yeah, and be yourself. Yes, and find those who can help support you in being your true self. Definitely. Um, Yeah, it's it's an amazing, packed episode. Yeah. Seasons of love, love. Anyway, I think this is a bye, good time bye. for the poke. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Oh my oh, gosh. Here you go. Bye-bye, Butterfree. Bye-bye, Butterfree. Butterfree. <laughs> this is terrible. Bye-bye, Butterfree. <laughs> you know what? We'll put out an album. Yeah. I technically, but- Thank goodness we can't get copywritten because none of that sounded like... Remotely close to the original. I know, and at so this I rate, no one's going to listen to it anyway. I know. Yeah, please keep <laughs> that listening. That was good, though. Yeah. It was good. We won't okay. sing if you don't want. <laughs> really, this is the time for the Poke Wrap Up. <laughs> Where we hear from you, we must leave. the Pokemon yes. community. <laughs> we asked you to send in your favorite Pokemon memories, stories, and inspirations. And here is one for this week. Hey guys, Asad here from Poke Collection. Uh, I'm based here in Auckland, New Zealand, originally from the UK. And uh, it's been an absolute pleasure getting to know you over the years, Veronica, and interviewing you and uh, hosting a panel at Armageddon Expo and everything. And we hope to see you guys uh, down under again very, very soon. And congratulations on this podcast. How awesome. I'm super stoked. So I definitely wanted to, you know, sort of share a little bit uh, of the impact it made on me. I remember watching the original series doing a really good time in my life. I was in my last uh, year of primary school, actually, in the UK. And, of course, we had delayed airings of the... Um, the TV show, but it was always a, a you know point of joy for me, and it was a it was a nice little thing to watch every time every day after school. But we did have a tragedy that that 
that hit our um, sort of family. So um, unfortunately, because of that, life became a little bit different and um, Pokemon actually became a huge escape for me. The voices and the just the sheer expression and the message, the messages and the themes that came through the uh, the episodes were so massive for me that it was such a nice way to escape. Uh, Pokemon provided me hope and joy and warmth at a time which felt, you know, a little bit colder. My career has now uh, been as a result of me working on things like Poker Collection, you know, doing these pop culture events and all that sort of stuff. So um, I guess I just wanted to, to share that with you guys and, and how much of an impact that made. And also a massive thank you again, you know, because Veronica, you've been an, an amazing, you know, your breadth of work is beyond just Pokemon, but, you know, we greatly appreciate, I'm sure many other people express the same or similar, uh, how much of an impact you've made on us along with your your, your fellow cast members um, on our childhoods and I think you'll continue to hear that for many many years to come and something I hope to share with my son very very soon as he continues to grow older um, so I can't wait for that moment but um, hope you guys are doing really well I uh, can't wait to see you back in New Zealand we miss you and uh, we'll see you very soon take care Thank you so much, Asad, for sharing your memory with us. You are such a special friend, and we always look forward to seeing you and your family. But we want to hear from all of you. Email us a short recording or write to us at trainersguidepod at gmail.com. And try to keep it short, maybe 30 seconds or so. We don't want to have to edit. It's just too difficult. Oh, and please include your first name and where you're from. Well, that about wraps up today's episode of The, the Trainer's, Trainer's Guide. And as they say, to, to be, be continued. We hope that you continue to join us on this journey that is The Trainer's Guide. As you know, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Wherever you're listening now. And if you subscribe, comment, and rate the podcast, it helps others find the show and keeps us on the air. Thank you so much in advance for your generosity and all of your amazing support. Trainer's Guide is a production of Boom Integrated. We are co-executive producing this along with the amazing Adrian Glover and the incomparable Robin Lai. I'm your host, Veronica Taylor. And I'm your host, Rena Taylor. And this has been The, the Trainer's, Trainer's Guide. Guide. We'll see you out there on the road.